This podcast is produced and distributed by Biz Radio Asheville. To receive the free Biz Radio app, just text the word Asheville to 36260. That's Asheville to 36260. With the app, you can easily enjoy this program and other local programming podcasts on demand. Well, I am Joanna Patrice Haggerty, and this is In Business with JPH. And we are sharing the tips and tools of our community's most innovative entrepreneurs, artists, and creative business owners. And this is our first episode. I'm really excited to kind of switch roles. I've been in publicity for a long time, and this is kind of my first time stepping into the other realm. And so I thought for our first week, we would bring the illustrious Matt Matan of this radio onto the show. So I've got Matt here. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. Thanks for having me on the very first episode. It, it was easy. that You know that the guest is going to show up because I'm right here. I'm at Biz Radio. So. <laughs> and you've got to make sure we get it recorded and all those good things. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, this is exciting. You know, and uh, listeners of my daily show have heard you so many times on on my show and talking about business and and talking about entrepreneurship and you know you have such a great history and such uh, such a great depth of knowledge and relationships around the community i for one as a listener am really excited uh for your show as it gets moving forward here on biz radio oh thanks so much matt and honestly it's been a pleasure kind of getting to know you and michelle and all these other publicity you know outlets that i've known and i've wanted to do radio or video blogs or something like that for so long and you and I have just kind of stumbled into this opportunity and so I'm, I'm really excited to talk about why I'm doing this and I'd love to hear from your perspective what inspired you to kind of bring me and why you thought maybe this program would be good for your listeners. Yeah, very good. Um, well, you know, one of the things that we're always looking at for Biz Radio is, you know, how do we help tell people's stories about entrepreneurship and about the community and and things because within those stories we all learn from each other not only can we help connect with each other and 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 support each other as a local community but we can learn from each other and it's one of the things that I think makes Asheville stand apart from a lot of other cities in our region across the Carolinas and Tennessee and everything is there's such a collaborative spirit in the Asheville community in the greater Asheville community and you know I think that's how, you know, we came to know each other, you know, with different events that you were doing or different organizations you were helping and, and working on communication strategies and things with different folks or if it was with your business coaching that you do, you have a different perspective that fits that goal of Biz Radio, which is to be able to tell people stories and learn from each other and, and the best way to do that is to find a way to get to the heart of why people do what they do. And yeah. like so many of our hosts that I feel so fortunate to work with here at Biz Radio, in each of our own lanes, we're all pretty good at that, you know. <laughs> and, and so um, you're just you're you're able to add to that, you know, to add to the potpourri of um, of different fragrances of the community that we that we have highlighted on the programming. And so, you know, that was that was the main thing of, you know, reaching out to you to do this program was just because you bring a unique perspective and an ability to reach different segments of our entrepreneurial community and our community as a whole, as a whole, and our creative community, everything else, to help get their stories told for the rest of the community to hear. Well, that's 
That's such a good point. And I, I really appreciate the way you brought that to the forefront because I mean, I don't know if people really even know, but I actually went to school for like human development and psychology and I ended up as a qualified mental health professional. So I was basically doing counseling when I first moved to town and then also started getting involved in entrepreneurialism, almost exclusively of the arts sector. And that sector or that group of creative individuals don't always see themselves as entrepreneurs. And I kept running into the same problem of, oh, I have event production people who don't see themselves as a business, or I have venues who aren't necessarily aware of how to do cash flow documents. And so I, I weirdly sort of toggled myself into this niche that doesn't exist a lot here. I essentially coined myself as an arts economic development specialist. And truthfully, that doesn't exactly exist in the world, but it's very needed. We need people who can break down entrepreneurial skills for the creative sectors and for those innovative businesses, because that's what makes Asheville great, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and also um, crossing over those different, um, you know, perceived or maybe habit formed barriers, uh, mm. because, you know, because it's what, what creative types that are solopreneurs, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. that are artists or things, the issues that they deal with in building their business and learning how to brand their business and how to scale and and developing exit strategies, you know, where do you want to go? What's the right. what's the what's the end game for why you're doing what you're doing right now? Um, those cross all platforms. Whether you have a trade business or if you have a white collar business or if you're <laughs> a creative um, solopreneur, those same lessons co-mingle across all of those categories and so the real unifier is understanding that you know when you have a bar and you have an artist coming up to perform um, your two businesses collaborating with each other it's not a business yeah. booking an artist it's two yeah. businesses finding a way to collaborate and the faster that you learn what it means for your industry again like you said a touring artist versus even a recording artist has a completely different business industry to understand but the sooner you realize that you are in business the sooner you can start to identify what i have taught is like these five buckets of business and that's a lot of how i'm going to bring this show to the forefront is let's just talk about the basic abc's of business and really help artists and innovators really understand Business is complex in a lot of ways, but it also can be really basic. Like you said, there's things that every business needs to pay attention to. Money, marketing, operations. And the more you understand those pieces for your own industry, the more successful you can be and focus on other things. I mean, you and I know being business owners for years, part of our goals now is to work ourselves out of some work so we can enjoy our free time. And that's not easy to do if you don't have systems set up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and it's funny, too, you know, with us making the transition to all digital, uh, you know, some people that are on the edges of, you know, casual listenership, occasional or this and that, um, if they were already in the digital realm, they didn't even notice really, except for we said, oh, by the way, have you got our app? You know, that yeah. was that was yeah. really the only change for them. But for people that were completely married to a terrestrial presence, it seemed like a major change for them. You know, it was mm. like, wait, but I can't pull it up on a radio. Um, well, modern <laughs> radios you can because most of them have Bluetooth and in the car and things like that. So basically we replaced a, a tower with an app. Um, and that's really the only difference. But what we have found since making the change last month is that it, it's kind of like, 
I would describe it coming around the corner on a river because you know I, I paddle all the time. I'm, I'm a canoeer. <laughs> I'm a canoeist, and and coming around the corner of a river and then it opens up into a big wide valley. You didn't mm-hmm. see the valley till you came around the corner. You knew where the river was going. You knew you didn't have a waterfall to worry about. You did your best prep you could. But you're not really prepared for the view you get until you get there. That's what it's been like in this last month with us. We've we've made this we've been making this transition for over a year now. We've been pre- preparing for this. We've been getting all of our systems in place and our platform deliveries and everything else have all been preparing for this change. We made the change and already just since doing it last month. It's like we've come around the corner and we see this big valley and this beautiful view and we're like, holy cow, look at everything <laughs> we can do now. And we didn't know until we got here. And and I think that's one of the things about entrepreneurship is that you've got to be willing to you know have a little bit of faith, plan as best you can, but then mm-hmm. also have the – have the the communication and the management systems in place to where you can adjust to when things alter, when all, either opportunities come up or if challenges present themselves. How do you navigate through that? And and I use a lot of parallels to canoeing because, well, I love canoeing, but I think it also <laughs> it's very relevant to being an entrepreneur. You plan, right. you scout, you chart, you, you prepare as best you can, but you've got to adjust with the reality of where the flow is taking you. You have to be flexible to do that. That's such a good point. And honestly, that's, again, why I really have always prioritized like the innovative, alternative learner, entrepreneur, these artists, because they always come at it with the innovative eye. And all we have to do is then put the education piece behind. And that, to me, makes my artists and creatives, I see them as superheroes. I see the ones who are going to change the world. I mean, looking at what you just talked about, being able to pivot your business and be innovative and creative is going to allow you more growth, more time, more space. And these are the really powerful things that giving those tools to artists and creatives are really great. And part of what you said reminded me too that a lot of the work I do with my coaching clients and anyone else I work with, I really love to make sure that they understand there's three parts of business outside of all these buckets. You have to plan, you have to do, and you have to analyze. And that's exactly what you just said in a much more eloquent way. But when you break it down to the brass tacks, if you aren't planning and doing and analyzing, you're missing very important parts of that puzzle. If you're only focused on just doing, then you burn yourself out. If you aren't analyzing and strategically planning, you are really missing great opportunities. Yeah, and I think there's a balance to that too, though. I mean, you need balance in everything, whether it's in yeah. life and work and love and and spirit and all those things require balance for you to really reach the potential of what doors open in front of you. But I, I feel like, you know, on the analyzing things, uh, there's a phrase that w- when we first started Biz Radio, we started from scratch, got it on the tower, get the digital platforms going, develop programs. And now we're entering a new phase for us a couple years in, and we've made this full-on transition to digital platforms. And there's a phrase that I used back then, and we used it a little bit now, and that is, done is better than perfect. <laughs> you know and and what that is is like we have our checklist we've got to make we've got to keep making progress each and every day and as we get things done we can analyze and adjust tweak exactly. improve those kind of things uh you know a little bit deep in the weeds but from a broadcasting standpoint i i had the chance to talk to a longtime colleague uh you know i've been broadcasting a long long time i, I started when i was 16 <laughs> and i'll turn 50 in a couple months here 
And so I've been doing this a long time. Well, having done it for so long, there's people I know, there's not many of us that last this long in broadcasting, but there are a few <laughs> and we're all really close. You know, it doesn't matter what city they live in. So I'm talking to friends in Phoenix. I'm talking to friends in Knoxville and Boston and, and different things. And, you know, a lot of them um, are sitting and looking at what's happening with us here and they're going, how? <laughs> they're just like, yeah. and when they say it, they don't mean just technically. They mean the confidence to take a leap like that because they see it as a huge leap. For me, I'm like, well, right. no, we've been we've been making this transition for over a year now. You know, mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that are adjusting in in real time because of COVID, and we are too to a right. degree. But this full transition to digital was not that. We've been doing this for over a year, but um, but being in this community is also what gave the confidence to take the risk to be innovative, to do it different. You know, and even people that are familiar with digital realms, and if they've been checking out what we're doing and the way we're doing it, it's a little bit different. You know, it's very Asheville <laughs> in the way that it's happening, where the networking and the collaboration and the sharing of information, even in the delivery of this show and all the others, is very different. Um, if you're listening to the stream or if you're on the app or anything, you can you can click right through to local resources for you or your business. You can you can connect right through and book appointments with the advertisers while you're listening. Um, you know that's that's different kind of stuff. So different, but it's so much on the forefront of what business is supposed to be now as marketing consultant and fractional CMO sometimes like that's the conversation I have with people is essentially your business needs to be accessible to anyone, any way when they want it. <laughs> and that's exhausting to think about from some perspectives. But just like you said, this digital app gives them that freedom to do that, right? As an event producer who was producing a six-figure event last year, thank goodness I shut that down before COVID hit, right? right. There are right. a lot of things we have to really understand and be willing to pivot and be willing to take new innovative ideas on. And I just, I'm really excited about this program because again, I really just love folding my artists and innovators into this and reminding them that there are lots of problems that we can solve. And there are lots of issues right now that really need creative, innovative entrepreneurs taking the helm. Well, and there was something you said in a previous um, uh, appearance on my show where you were talking about, you know, entrepreneurship really being about seeing where the need is around yeah. you and filling yeah. that need. And what you were just saying about the artists and with our creatives in town and everything, specifically in the music realm, one of the things that I've heard from our local artists, especially during COVID, is how hard it is to get out in front of people. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, one of the things that we've been able to do is we went ahead and launched um, Buzz Radio. Our sister mm -hmm. station, Buzz Radio, is now out there in beta form. It's not fully rolled out and everything, but when it's fully rolled out, it's going to be all Asheville all the time. And so all the music, all the shows, all the interviews, everything on the entire music station is just Asheville connected. And yeah. the reason for that is not just because we have such a cool community of musicians, which is true, we do, <laughs> not just because we have so many venues that are struggling right now, we want to be able to you know, give more attention to them, that's true as well, but we want to have our local artists use that technology I was just talking about from the biz radio side. On the buzz radio side, people are going to be able to buy these artists' music directly from the artists right through the station streaming in the app. Yep. You know, with no middlemen. You know, and and to give a platform that can highlight and celebrate 
the artistry that we have available, the musician, the writing, the performances and everything else, and the venues that they eventually would love to be able to do more regularly and everything. But the mm -hmm. fact that they can have something that is there, easy for people to consume, and then instead of just listening to it on Spotify or something, you know, here is all local stuff right here. You're going to discover new music. If there's music you really like, you can build your playlist off of that, or you can go directly right to the artist and buy their music from them. And when you hit the nail on the head there earlier in our conversation here too, where you said this artist is a business. And if your business is relying on another business to house you and pay you and have to have you cross promote to bring X amount of people to even pay your bills, what would it look like for you to find other revenue streams? I am not discrediting venues. I have helped open many venues in this town. I love that model. But direct to consumer, which is, again, you selling your merch directly to a fan, is way more effective. And so things like Patreon are have come out of that industry and have really brought up the opportunity for artists to take more of their responsibility. And the more that, again, just like you said, they can be inventive and they can find new platforms and new distribution channels, right? Again, right. festivals and venues are only one distribution channel for our performing artists. What else is there? Jackie Vinson's not local, but she's kind of amazing. She literally went toe to toe with um, the Austin Blues, like city, Blue City Limits, because she used her platform to say there aren't enough black blues artists being represented. I refuse to play. They ended up letting her curate the entire show, like the whole season. Hmm. And that's because she had her own individual Facebook platform, her own newsletter platform where she was speaking her truth and her fans and her supporters got behind her and then made change happen. <laughs> Yeah, and see, and from an entrepreneurial standpoint too, because for me, I, I think I use the term. You know, I don't, I don't take credit for coming up with the term, but um, kind of hijacked it over the last couple of years is the term mountainpreneurship. Mountainpreneurship, <laughs> you know, and what that is is entrepreneurship with our mountain attitude and values, which is, yeah, we want to make a living, we want to sustain, we want to grow, but we want to do it by helping make a positive difference. You know, it's not yeah. just like, oh, here's a good cash cow. Let's go milk it. You know, it's it. That's not that's not the motivation here. And there are people that that's their motivation. And you know, everybody has a role to play in the overall balance of our community. But you know, there's so many people that want to improve situations. They want to either raise awareness or they want to, you know, uh, uh, fulfill some challenge that's been sitting there for some time with a solution. Yeah. And I mean, I've worked with thousands of artists at this point, and I can't tell you one of them that has actually said their only priority is money. In fact, most of them don't even bring that to the table. And so this is what my goal is, is to remind them that money is the byproduct that helps them achieve their other goals, right? You don't have to worry about making the most money, but you have to have your bills paid. And that's one of the first conversations I have with my artist entrepreneurs is I sing, I perform, but I'm a hobbyist. I don't expect my bills to be paid in that way. And that is perfectly fine too. But if you want to actually pay your bills and be a professional, you have to look at it very differently from the start. Well, and I think too, you know, bringing it back full circle on, you know, what you had said on a previous show about finding the need in the community. Here's a prime example, and I'll, I'll use our own business here with Biz Radio and Buzz Radio, is that 
we aren't the ones writing the music or performing the music or, you know, opening and financing the businesses and everything, but by creating a platform that is useful to the community, it attracts more people uh, to participate. And I think in September we had like over 25,000 people um, yeah. that, that we know the number because we're all digital. We can tell you exactly how many, <laughs> you know, but filling that need, it also gives us the opportunity where now you have an audience of 25,000 plus people yep. that you can do a call to action as a business. And you can, you can, you know, you can look at customer acquisition at a much lower cost than going on a, you know, a 50,000 watt corporate owned radio station that you're going to have to pay for reaching the entire region, you know? Absolutely. And so again, it's, it's about finding where the need is and filling that need. And oh, guess what? In the process of, of serving those needs in our community, you know, we're getting to live a lifestyle of service to our community. And, yeah. and how cool is that? I, I, yeah. You know, and it's a realization of a dream that has been evolving for 25 years, for me anyway, of being a community broadcaster in, in this town, is finding a way to truly be independent. And finding a way to truly not be beholden to interests that may not have that same service priority. Ooh, that is literally what it's all about, isn't it, right now? I mean, this whole program for me and everything that I do is to disrupt the old school mentality that has kept people out of the wrong rooms, has kept money in the wrong pockets, has mm -hmm. really considered paying attention to money as the priority and not this triple bottom line. So I'm just really thrilled to keep bringing this conversation to the table. I'm excited that I'll get to bring other guests to talk more about these specific needs for creative entrepreneurs and all of that too. And I just really appreciate you letting me be here and speak to what I find to be really important for our community right now, because artists are going to change the world. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks for having me on your first show. <laughs> of course. Thank you so much, Matt. I really appreciate it. <clears throat> Well, thanks to everybody for tuning in. I'm Joanna Patrice Haggerty, and this is In Business with JPH, and we are sharing the tips and tools of our community's most innovative entrepreneurs, artists, and creative business owners. I would really love for you all to come find me on Instagram and connect with me and let me know if there's any show topics you're interested in, and you can find me there at jph.creative. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.